sorry. Oh, hello. Are you pretty? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Oh, yeah, I'll get you yakult without this one, okay? Oh. oh. <laughs> I was like, I want yakult too. That is oh. awesome. <laughs> That's mom life right there. Yes. That's mom life. Are we having fun? Hell yeah. I'm Steph. And I'm Kayla, and we're two best friends coping with life the only way we know how, one adventure and a cocktail at a time. All right, welcome back to another episode of Are We Having Fun? This thing's still going on, and Stephanie's back back again. I'm sorry. We have a new uh, recording schedule, so hopefully people won't just randomly schedule Stephanie to work on on this day. So (laughs) I'm asking for it off. My bad. Yeah. Like, don't they know that the podcast is the most important thing in the world by now? I mean, come on. No, they don't. (laughs) Speaking of podcasts, this was a total accident, but over the weekend, I was in Florida and we didn't get to see each other, even though I was in Orlando. For the second time. Last time we didn't, I didn't see you. Last time. I know it's, it's crazy, but I was at my brother's high school graduation and in my culture, it's very important to give someone a lay. And my mom was going to order a lay, but we just couldn't find one in time. So it's literally 11 o'clock the night before the graduation. And I'm like, I'm going to bed. Like this is an early day for me, the graduation at 10 (laughs) AM. And my mom comes up to me the next morning, an hour before the graduation. Like I'm finishing up getting ready. Didn't even actually wear makeup, but my mom goes, I found these YouTube videos and we're just going to make a lay. We're just going to do it. And so turns out I know how to make lays now. What do you use? Is it like for the moment? Or ribbon? Yeah, so ribbon. So we made ribbon lays. And once, of course, I made one for my brother, then his friends saw it and they wanted ones for their graduations. And I was like, oh, shoot, one of my cousins is graduating college. I got to make him one now. So we got a whole shebang going on. And it's on our Etsy page. It's on our website. But you can also go to Etsy.com slash shop slash A-W-H-F to view it. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty proud of them. So you can make you like know. baby ones for like preschool graduations. You yeah. All in this. I mean, I'm going to make them for bachelorette parties. I'm going to make them for graduation. You could probably cor- make like headbands corporate events. Too. I'll make headbands or whatever you want. I, I got told you garlands. jack of all trades. Kayla will do anything. I will do anything <laughs> for money and clout. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> money and clout, money and clout. Money. (laughs) So anyway, we're going to get right into the episode because we do have a guest. So we don't want to be running her up, but we do know her personally. We're super excited to have her on the show. And she is a registered nurse specializing in labor and delivery and maternal children. She is a wife and a mama of three. She has a two-year-old boy and one-year-old twin girls. So she has her hands full and more. Okay. (laughs) She was born in the Philippines and raised in Orlando, Florida, just like my mother. And (laughs) she's my mom. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, I'm a two-year-old boy. And 
So she has a 27 year old daughter and one year old girl. (laughs) I want to welcome (laughs) Shannon Bustillo to the show. Welcome, welcome. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I love this. (laughs) We're so excited to have you on. It's funny because I'm excited. <laughs> you messaged when we were looking for new guests and we've kind of just been doing the show on our own. And then all of a sudden we just started having all these people on the show and we're like, like back, to this back, going. To back just bring on That's, cool people yeah. to talk to. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm not famous, but, <laughs> and I'm like, like I'd love um, to chat with you. Like, well, yeah. neither are we. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, probably more um, famous than perfect. we are, to be honest. <laughs> Honestly, come on. Your family's probably like a hundred people and we only know like 10 people in our lives. So I'm just kidding. We got our drinks today and uh, Shannon, what are you drinking? So I am drinking in a red solo cup. (laughs) Super fancy. Bringing it back from college. Exactly. Mom life, right? (laughs) Um, I'm drinking. um, I mix pineapple Malibu from with um, I don't know if you guys have heard of it it's called Yakult which is like a yogurt a yogurt drink um, usually usually sold in like Asian stores or oriental markets and um, your mom might have uh, Kayla probably probably it's very very good together yeah yeah mixing with rum I'm it's like I think of like kefir. Okay. Is that how you say it? Kefir. Kefir. Yeah, so it's that's like thick. thick. I don't think it's thick like that, right? It's not it's thick not like that. Thick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kefir yeah, is like straight yogurt. Like yeah. Okay. It's not thick like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. It, so yeah, yeah, probably she has. How do you spell it? Yeah. Shoot the spelling. Yes, it's Y A K U L T. So it's like a okay. yogurt type of milk, very Yakult. and a same consistency. Yeah. Yakult. Yakult. Then you got to say it like a yakult. Yakult. <laughs> Filipino's coming out. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So just a little bit of a mix of that. It's very good. Popular Ooh. drink for Asians, I think. Okay. I we're going to mix it Halo, with China next time. I know. Seriously. <laughs> okay. So like I, I'm living in Minnesota right now and they don't really like have oriental markets in my area. So like I found one oh. Filipino or three technically but like one far? that I see a lot and oh. and she has to go down to Minneapolis which is two and a half hours away to to buy groceries oh in bulk I'm like oh my god and then bring it back and have heck? it last like weeks. yeah yeah that's probably crazy. stocking oh like they're probably stocking their market like there's a market <laughs> yeah. but it's like in a gas station it's not like a real market oh my god it's it's a whole thing up here She's trying. She's trying her best. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm not. I'm trying. Yeah. So I'm not gonna find Yakult up here. Um, Yeah. Up here. Up here. Um, That's a joke. My mom has. You know what? Do you um, do you have a Walmart there at least? Yes. Or uh, I would say not Publix, but the Walmart occasionally sometimes have it in like their like dairy dairy section because it's it's refrigerated. Would that be in in Minnesota though? We're yeah, talking yeah. about like, well, exactly population like, white people. Like there's nobody people. else. It's like Norwegian. It's like yeah. Viking culture like, up Orlando, here. Orlando, it would make sense because it's like a melting pot. But up there, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Exactly. So I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. 
it, it's delicious. You guys should. I'm not, I'm gonna look it up <laughs> yeah, because I'm I mean I, I'm good. moving to California, so chances are my uncles oh, are gonna give it to me at some point. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they'll have it everywhere there. <laughs> they make me eat the weirdest things because they're like, oh, this white girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See what she eats, and I'm like, I'll eat anything. Okay? Right. <laughs> Like, I'll eat more than your son. I'm white on the outside. I'm not white on the inside. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm making lays now. So come on. Yeah. We got our drinks today. And uh, Shannon, what are you drinking? So I am drinking in a red solo cup. (laughs) I (laughs) mix. Super fancy. Bring it out from college. Exactly. My. Usually usually sold in like Asian stores or oriental markets. And um, your mom might have uh, Kayla. Probably, probably. Yeah, it's That's very really mixed, good. mixed with. It's rum. really good together. Yeah. Yeah, mixed wow. with rum. I'm. It's like I think of like kefir. Okay. Is that how you say it? Kefir. Kefir. Yeah, so but that's like thick. thick. I don't think it's thick like that, right? It's not it's thick not like that. Thick. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Kefir is like yeah, straight yogurt. Like yeah. Okay. It's not thick like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. Probably she has. How do you spell it? Shoot the spelling. Yes, it's Y A K U L T. So it's like a okay. yeah, cool. yogurt type of milk berry. Yeah, cool. And it's same consistency. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Then you got to say it like a yeah, cool. yeah, cool. <laughs> Filipino's coming out. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So just a little bit of a mix of that. It's very good. Popular Ooh. drink for Asians, I think. <laughs> Okay, I know. Seriously. <laughs> okay, so like I I'm living in Minnesota right now and they don't really like have oriental markets in my area. So like I found one <laughs> Filipino or three technically, but like <laughs> one far? that I see a lot. And oh. and she has to go down to Minneapolis, which is two and a half hours away, to to buy groceries oh in bulk. I'm like oh my God. And then bring it back and have heck? it last like week. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably crazy. stocking. Oh like they're probably stocking their market. Like there's a market, <laughs> yeah. but it's like in a gas station. It's not like a real market. Oh my God. It's, it's a whole thing up here. She's I, trying. I, She's trying her best. I'm, try, I'm, I'm not, I'm trying. Yeah. So I'm not going to find Yakult up here. Um, yeah. Up here. Up um, here. Up here. Oh, my mom has. You know what? Do you, um, do you have a Walmart there at least? Yes. Or pu- uh, I would say not Publix, but the Walmart occasionally sometimes have it in like their like dairy, sec- oh. dairy section because it's it's refrigerated. Would so that they be sometimes- in Minnesota though? We're yeah. talking yeah. about like, well, exactly population like- white people. Like there's white nobody people. else. It's like Norwegian. It's like <laughs> yeah. Viking culture like, up Orlando, here. it would make sense because it's like a melting pot. But up there, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. It's delicious. You guys should. I'm not, I'm gonna look it up <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I mean, I, I'm moving to California, so chances are my uncle oh, will give it to me at some point. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they'll have it everywhere there. <laughs> they make me eat the weirdest things because they're like, "Oh, this white girl." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See what she eats, and I'm like, "I'll eat anything." Okay? Right. <laughs> like, I'll eat more I than your son. I'm white on the outside. Yeah. I'm not white on the inside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm making lays now. So come on. Yeah. We're super excited to have you on talking about women's health and motherhood, which the two of us have no idea about, but uh, we <laughs> are actually, we're both yeah. in fi- a family of four. Stephanie is uh, the youngest. Are you the youngest? I'm not a family of four. Mine's a family of six. Four kids. 
Is that what you're saying? Yeah, four kids. Okay, four yeah, kids. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. We come from we come from like a family of a lot of siblings. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm the youngest, you're the oldest. So that's yeah. why we're like so so, so cute. We're excited because a lot of our friends are, you know, having babies and uh-huh. also yeah. just like at an age where we really need to be aware of how to take care of ourselves. And this mm-hmm. could even go for like men too. Yeah. Like we're not gonna be like super gross like call her daddy early days talking about yeah. like the nitty-gritty of sex or anything but like yes, I think Lord. anybody could could take things away for their significant others even if they're oh, yeah. you know not sure. personally dealing with these things we're gonna let you take over the show today <laughs> <take> over. <laughs> yeah tell us a little bit about how you became a nurse because I mean, we knew each other in uh-huh. high school, so we really had yeah. no clue what, what we were going to be doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, I don't know if you guys know, but my mom is a nurse. Um, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do when I was in high school. I know I, so I, my two options were to be a teacher or to be a nurse. and um, Or, or a scientist or a... <laughs> <laughs> okay, a layman, right, or right. a lot of possibilities. Exactly. <laughs> piano player singer (laughs) um but yeah um so I guess to be honest I just got the inspiration from my mom but I do remember when I was younger like my sister and I were younger maybe like 10 11 we would watch these OBGYN shows like one of them specifically was called deliver me and I remember we were like, we want to be OBGYNs. And then we got to school and we're like, hell no, that's so fucking long. Yeah, it's so much work. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> yeah, I so mean, kudos to the people who became OBGYNs. I know. Oh my yes, God. That's like 10 straight them. years of schooling. Screw yeah, them. Yes, they're like exactly. just now, they're just now becoming doctors. Yes, seriously. So, um, so I remember from that moment, I was like, well, it kind of came back to me after high school when I was in college. I was like, you know what? I think I do like have a passion for, you know, women and children. And I used to work um, in when I was in high school, my senior year, I started working at um, KDU, which is the daycare right across Dr. Phillips Elementary. And um, I guess from then on, it was just all about babies and and so now I have my own. So <laughs> oh, you love yeah, to get a whole lot. So I was like, let's do this. <laughs> But yeah, so I guess that's how I kind of, you know, stumbled upon, well, not really stumbled, but I guess how my passion for nursing and women and children kind of grew because I was in that environment a lot. So yeah. 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 And so are you legacy? Are you just like a general nurse or did you have to get like certain things to be a labor and delivery nurse? Like, do you have like a certain certification that other people don't have or Mm -hmm. how does that work? So as far as nursing, so if you go through nursing, you basically get um, a nursing degree which either you can choose associates or bachelors and I just happened to choose bachelors Mm -hmm. Um, and I just went ahead and did like the typical four-year route of nursing and after that you take something called an NCLEX which is for your to become a licensed registered nurse and after that you kind of just basically choose the specialty that you would like to do but in my last semester of nursing school they did you know, give us options to a specific floor that we like to shadow more. Um, so I specifically chose labor and delivery. And I know there's others who did like the OR or the ER, or, you know, ICU, things like that. But I specifically chose that. And from there, I kind of just networked because um, not a lot of hospitals hire 
um, like right out of school nurses to be in labor and delivery. And I was fortunate enough to be able to be one of those candidates. Um, so that's kind of what I did. That's how I got into nice. that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so how many yeah. years have you been doing it so far? So like, so this would be my third year doing it. Um, and I don't think I would ever, I don't think I would change my specialty at the mm. moment, at least. So who knows down the road, yeah. but at the moment, yeah, yeah. I don't think I have an interest in changing, um, what I want to do. So. That's awesome. That's yeah. says more than like most people can say, honestly. So that's, <laughs> that's a beautiful thing to have that and know that this is what you want to do. So, yes, yes. Yes. It can be stressful at times. I'm sure you guys know with COVID and everything. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to be like, I'm done. I'm done. Like I yeah. don't want to go back to work, but. I I literally just texted Stephanie that during work. She's like, I'm so bored. I need out. Yes. (laughs) And I think that's normal with any kind of job that you do. Yeah. Yeah. um, It's like the monotonous, like you're doing the same thing. Yes, exactly. It's not like a bad job. I have that 100%. Yes. We're ready for this to pop off. Yeah. Yes. I would love for it to pop off. So what are you doing for work right now? I saw a little bit about Stanford Health. Were you a traveling nurse? Yeah, so I was a traveling nurse. I worked at Advent Health Celebration for the first, like from the moment I graduated to nursing school until the moment I left for to go travel. So when you're travel nursing, you basically have a recruiter and they send your profile to certain hospitals, but you kind of choose the hospitals that you want to go to. And then I stumbled upon Stanford and I was like, well, you know, I know like, um, like I have an uncle who's at Stanford. Obviously he's not like maternal child, but mm-hmm. I was like, I could ask him for some insight if he like, like the facility and, you know, yeah. with Stanford being as prestigious name, it kind of, yes. you know, I would expect it to be kind of a good company, a good, you know, facility to work for. And then I submitted my profile for that and. I, I submitted my profile for like hundreds of different hospitals, but the travel nursing is so competitive because like the pay is so competitive. So, you know, they want, I guess, you know, good candidates to work for them. Mm-hmm. But I submitted for that one and I kind of got the job. So I was like, okay, we're going to California. Yay. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Such an adventure. And so yeah. for anybody that doesn't know, Celebration is basically Disney World. And uh, and then Stanford, <laughs> as if nobody knows where that is, is yes. <laughs> near San Francisco, both of which are very prestigious areas to be doing mm-hmm. healthcare. So um, that is a super big accomplishment. And you moved your whole family. I moved all of my kids along with my yeah. husband. I dragged them along. And of course, like when I told the husband, I was like, I'm so burnt out from COVID. I need a change. Like I loved I loved the um, the unit I worked for at Celebration. I loved my coworkers. It was just, I think the heat of COVID made it like, you know, huge impact on everyone. And I was like, I need to do something else. So that's when he was like, and that's when I brought up travel nursing. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, wait, for real? Because that's awesome. he would have like, yeah, so I'm so yeah. thankful. Because that's like a, that's like a family yeah. commitment, you know? It's not just like, yes, exactly. it's like I want to do yeah. this, but like, you have to be okay to like literally pick up your life and move with me. So that's, that's awesome. Honestly, that's the life for me. I yeah. love that. I love yeah. my life every couple yes. of years. Yeah, 
yeah, it was either leaving my kids and my husband home and going by myself or like, and I was like, no, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. The girls were still like not even a year old yet when I left. So I was like, no, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So what does a day-to-day mm-hmm. look like for you? So a day-to-day, like in, as a labor and delivery nurse, we typically um, work with women who, you know, are going to deliver babies, whether that's vaginally or C-section. Um, and once it depends on like the facility you work with. So for example, like with celebration, we, if you were on the labor and delivery unit, we focused more on mom. And then there were other nurses who focused more on the baby once the baby's born. Okay. But, um, when I did work at Stanford, you can, you know, basically you were given any role that you were capable of. And that was, you know, within your your guidelines as a nurse, you know, Mm -hmm. within your scope of practice. But I would say 90% of the time we were working with moms who are uh, ready to deliver the baby. And just making sure that they're like, um, prepped I don't know if prepped is yeah. the right word I think of like yeah. food or no, like an no, animal that's, that's, well because when, when the doctor comes in they're literally there to like push the baby out and then they're out right like you guys yes. handle the whole before and the whole yeah. after yes. so basically y'all yeah, are the real heroes true. are you are you ever doing like see this is how far removed I am from health sciences now <laughs> but okay. are you doing crowd control is what I want to call it like are you are you like dealing with like you know whoever else is in the room like the a husband or or whatever like d- do you see yourself like having to kind of I imagine if I were a nurse I would be doing like almost like a therapy session as the <laughs> as the lady is giving birth you know like it's gonna be okay like no that's exactly what we do especially when it's like pushing time you know mm-hmm. sometimes women come in to to be induced and the induction process can take days yeah. so yeah um, if it, especially if it's your first baby so that can take you know days depending on you know if your cervix is you know cooperating with you and and sometimes when it's your first baby you don't know I guess technically if the baby will fit through the pelvis you don't really know that until you actually start getting into active labor but um but yeah so when it does come to pushing time we will we will be whatever the mom wants us to be we will get her water (laughs) anything like ice pack you want an ice pack you want yeah, so we were there for her to support her and, you know, because this is like a vulnerable time in their life. And this is also like probably the most painful time in her life. So yeah. we always want to be there for her. And also, you know, for the women that come in with like the partners or the dads or mom in-laws, um, mm-hmm. we, you know, we help them. We help them help support mom. Like if they want to be more active with mm-hmm. supporting mom, then we allow them to do whatever they like with. I know some moms will do like essential oils. I know some moms will do like if they want music, they, they do that. So nice. we try to be there nice. to be their advocate and take care of them that way. Yeah. One time I saw like an at-home birth, which is yeah. obviously very different, but I don't know where yeah. I was watching this, but there was like a whole, it might've been a movie. I don't know, but there was a whole <laughs> like, a whole choir singing to the lady giving birth so like I want that I want that yes you will have patience you'll have any and all patients do you use like because you've had three babies yourself do you like ever like draw on those experiences like to them like hey I've been through that 
this is what I did. Yeah. I feel like that's like valuable information. It's better than just like, oh, you got the, you know. Yes. All the time. So with Aiden, um, my first one, um, he, so both my babies, they're all three of my babies are C-section babies. But with Aiden, I went through the whole labor process. Just what happened. So I've, you know, I've felt the contractions. I've, you know, the, the pain that comes with that, the pain that comes with being induced. So I kind of, you know, channel that experience to the moms that, you know, come across, that I come across and I kind of tell them like, Hey, you know, this is, you know, once this is done, that's it. Like you get to meet your little one that you've been waiting for. The pain that you're experiencing now will be all over. You won't even remember it, like, to be honest. So Mm -hmm. I, that's honestly my favorite part of being a labor delivery nurse is to tell them my experience. And also for the moms that are C-section moms, because because I went through a C-section that was planned um, versus Aiden, who was an emergency section, I've gone through both. So the moms that are, are planned, they're sometimes they're anxious and they don't know what to expect. But I, I also tell them my experience that way, like, hey, you know, I, I've been through this too. And if it helps, this is what I felt. And, you know, this is what you may feel during the procedure. Um, like you may get nauseous, you know, things like that, that will yeah. help them kind of know what to expect and what's going to happen in the next you know few hours so wow yeah. it's so yeah it's such a different experience when you've when you've been through it already oh for sure yes it adds like a layer of trust there exactly and you can probably yeah. you could probably see like the stage that they're in of like you know like not oh, even yeah. just like the dilation but like they're like pain they're like mental stage you, you've yes. been there so you're like oh yes. I know exactly yeah. where you are yes. yeah <laughs> exactly exactly it's like an indescribable feeling when you those contractions like I don't think a woman can describe how it feels unless they've been through themselves because a lot of a lot of times we tend to say like oh it's cramping it's cramping like like we're on our period you know yeah. with women but it's then not like when you, when you really <laughs> it, you're like what the hell is this, <laughs> this is not cramping. they lied to me <laughs> exactly <laughs> You guys like um, administer the epidural? Is that you or is that a doctor? So it's the doctor. Anesthesia, like the anesthesia side will do that. And sometimes okay. um, there are nurses called nurse anesthetists and mm-hmm. they go through school. Um, it's basically like a doctorate level program. They go through school to be able to I know that. somebody that's doing that actually. Yeah. And I she's like, it's the hardest shit. I see her post. She's like, I need to yes. do it. Cause it's, yes. it's basically a doctorate <laughs> degree, but it's like, yeah, nurse, basically whatever. it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the hardest like nursing program ever. And I'm like, kudos to my friends who've done it because they had yeah. to stop working to be able to get through it. Yeah. Her so, job. yeah. yeah. You can't, like, I heard it's literally impossible. You can't hold down a yes. job while you're studying for that. <laughs> yes, literally. You know, we kind of prefaced how you've, you've been through it and you're able to help people as they're mm-hmm. giving birth. And I feel like you can help, especially some of our friends that do listen to the podcast or new mothers or, or even, have been mothers for a couple of years, but they can relate. They can think back and like, so what's, what's one thing that you could like give advice to, to new moms out there? Um, Like, oh my gosh, (laughs) maybe like once they're already home, Yeah, start the list. Okay. Yes. Oh my gosh. There's a lot, but I would say that, um, the best advice I can give to a new mom that just came home from the hospital. They are like, I just came home with this fresh baby what the heck am I going to do? I would say that it gets easier day by day. Like you, you think that, oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. Like, you know, not really. Okay. Not the end of the world. <laughs> like, 
that's bad. Life as I know it is over. It's the end of the world. <laughs> Screw this kid. No. <laughs> and we caught the episode. No. <laughs> But um, I just remember, I just remember coming home, me and my husband, fresh newborn, we were, and I had a C-section, so I was like in a lot of pain, and I was like, what the heck do we do? Like, and it's a lot of things at once navigating to be a mom, like, you know, you're the only, you're the only one who can, you know, provide breast milk for your baby, you're, you know, your husband can do a lot for you, or your partner can do a lot for you, but, you know, they can they can't feed the baby, so that was a hard thing for me, I was like, waking up every hour two hours yeah. for my son to eat and I was like either that I, or your body will wake you up because it's like yes. it's time to get out of my system <laughs> like yes exactly and <laughs> I just remember like looking over like my Aiden was finally asleep and I looked over to Justin my husband and I was like that was hell like <laughs> that night was hell the first night <laughs> yes it was hell but I can tell all the new moms out there that it just gets easier day by day and you start to learn your groove and find like little things that your, your child, you know, little cues that, you know, Hey, this is actually what they need. Their, their cries. I'm sure a lot of moms have heard this, like certain mm. cries can mean different things. And you kind of just have to figure that out day by day. And you're not going to know that straight off the bat, but like seeing it yeah. over again and like, kind of like the pattern you recognize eventually. Exactly. Like exactly. exactly. So yeah. new moms don't feel intimidated. I don't know if it's intuition bodily cues i'm trying to think of the words there they don't speak so i know I, yeah exactly i sound so dumb in this episode i'm like crowd no, control no. animal control like, it's been a while since i've been in school no. but uh i mean i've i've babysat like i don't know how many i i should get testimonials for how many people i've babysat in my day because I kind of was, I, once I turned 21, I was like, I'm yeah. never babysitting again. I'm done with this. Like I'm, it's, I'm over well, you, it. You're the oldest of four. You were like the built-in babysitter. I was, I was say, but I was you... like, the, I was a babysitter for all my cousins. And you then were like, a babysitter yep. before you got in paid. college. And then <laughs> exactly. I got, once I even got paid to babysit, I'm just like, they're like, uh, my baby is like a month old. I'm like, I don't give a, f-. like, <laughs> The baby's gonna sleep. Like this is give them to me. You know, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Not that dumb, guys. I did want to ask. So yeah. you are the only person that. Uh, wait, are are you a high school sweetheart situation? Yeah, I am. Yes, you are, and I know. <laughs> yes, okay. I was at <laughs> your birthday. Do you hey, remember she that? She was at my 16th birthday. I was at her birthday when she came for the first time. That was the first time they hung out. I'm I was like, jealous. wait a second here. <laughs> I have a picture, dude. Like that yes, was me too. Oh my God. long ago. <laughs> Find it. You in your relationship have been with him for so long. Mm-hmm. How how did that morph from like the beginning <laughs> stages and then through like having a family oh my gosh it's been such a freaking journey <laughs> yeah um it was yeah like I it's funny because like the previous um episode I was listening to about the exes one I was dying no. <laughs> <laughs> to listen to the, when I spilled the drink all over the laptop yes getting so oh my gosh <laughs> that was funny because I was like I don't remember the last time I had an ex like it's a yeah. long time ago yeah it was high school so I was like oh. That doesn't even count at that point. I know. (laughs) But yeah, it's such a journey. Um, I, I, we watched each other grow up. Like we, I guess it wasn't not necessarily, we weren't like forbidden love or anything like that, but 
um i was he after dr phillips like he moved to like a different part of town and so it was harder to see him and he was like a grade above so like mm-hmm. it was a lot of like sneaking out and like a lot of beating uh, around like behind parents backs and you know things like that but that's real um, though <laughs> yes <laughs> i was like we're all about like, wow. vulnerability <laughs> here the real shit yeah, I, was, I was like wow i really was in love with this guy huh? i was yeah. gonna say what a you know you're a little rebel there yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it was it was amazing watching each other grow up like i have you know he has been through literally all my graduations, like my high school graduation, like my Valencia graduation, my mm-hmm. my nursing one. And yeah, so I'm, I guess, so very fortunate and so lucky to have him and to, to have someone who's like super supportive. And um, That's big. yeah, and um, I know it's sometimes like, or nowadays it's like hard to find, you know, a person that you really click with that you think will support your dreams and goals no matter how, you know, drastic it is like moving to California yeah. or starting a um, podcast yeah. and then moving <laughs> to California. <laughs> exactly. There you go. It was great watching each other grow up. And yeah, I can say, and he's, he's literally an amazing dad. And I'm not just saying that, I'm not just saying that because he's my husband. I'm saying that because, um, one, when I had, when I had Aiden, I had, you know, I, you know, I had C-section and I, went mm-hmm. through something called postpartum blues, which is normal for mm-hmm. a mom to go through. It can last like one to two weeks. It was it was a combination of like being a first time mom, of course, which is very overwhelming. <laughs> Breastfeeding is already hard enough as it is. He was there for me. He was like, what do you need? Like, do you want me to go out there and buy more milk for the baby? Like, I will go out there and buy more milk for the baby to keep in he was nervous like I saw him like kind of being worried to the point where like he lost some weight because he was worried about me he wasn't worried as much about yeah he wasn't worried as much about the kids because he knew that like with the kids I think that part came naturally for him like he was like I got this I know what they need I know what they you know things like that like I can solve this on my own for now while I try to help my wife cope with something that a lot of women you know unfortunately are afraid to kind of you know tell people you know that they go through that so that part I I could tell he, he was nervous and was scared for me and again, like literally like I'm a planner so like I like to plan stuff I like to plan like going to, on vacations like every little thing so when he saw that I was like not doing like I was out of my norm he was like this is not the same Shan that I used to know or like that I you know before having kids yeah so that's when he was like, yeah, you have to ask for some help and if there's yeah. nothing wrong with that, you know? So, yeah, yeah, that's big. I mean, yeah. one asking for help, but two, like having somebody being like, you need mm-hmm. to ask for help. Like, yes. you can't and do I, it I, all yeah. I feel that. I feel yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, I always think I, I'm going to just figure it out. And I'm like, no, 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 wait, wait, teamwork, yes. teamwork. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about, I didn't know there was a difference between postpartum blues mm-hmm. and postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely think this is going to resonate with people. Um, so could you go into that mm-hmm. a little bit? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like I am obviously not a doctor, so I don't diagnose, but from right. nursing school, from what I've learned, um, postpartum blues comes normally after pregnancy. And 
maybe not 100% of women experience it after giving birth, but it is um, basically exactly what it said, like exactly what it is. Like it's, it's the blues, you feel down, like you're not sure, like, you know, why you're feeling a certain way. And that's mostly because your hormones are kind of shifting back to its normal level. You know, mm-hmm. because when you had baby inside of you, your hormones were up here, um, you know, trying to grow the baby and help, you know, baby's nutrition. But once, literally once the baby's born, once the placenta comes out, that's when that shift kind of happens in your mm-hmm. body to try to regulate itself. And the blues, the blues can last for up to two weeks. Um, but, and it's nothing, um, it's like basically feeling down and sad but it's nothing severe or drastic as in, you know, thoughts of harming yourself, things like that. Mm-hmm. But once you pass that like two week period, two and a half week period, you still feel like that same down depressed feeling, but it's kind of getting worse a little bit. That's when it kind of, the definition changes more into postpartum depression. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And how long, I mean, I'm sure it's depression, so it could last forever, but like how long does that typically, well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know long, what you mean. I don't it's know. not postpartum anymore. It's just depression. <laughs> how long does that typically last to where like you either have to get help or like you really know yeah. it's a problem? Because like yeah, you can so, be down for like a month, but if it's like six months or like, you know. Right, right. So, you know, past that two, three week period and you're, you're like, I this is still not me I still don't feel the same like you're gonna I mean a mom will start noticing like or their partner for example like in my situation they're gonna start noticing changes like in your diet and maybe like you don't feel like eating anymore or like you're overeating um Mm -hmm. and things like like what I experienced like you didn't you didn't want to bond with your baby you didn't want to wake up to feed your baby you know things like that you don't want to you know, wake up for the day even. Um, mm-hmm. But postpartum depression can last for six months up to a whole year. So, wow. um, yeah, I know that's a, that's a long time. Like very long. Imagine, time. imagine like your baby's born and like they're a year old and you're still kind of experiencing yeah. The, effect, yeah. the effects of like giving birth. Yeah. But does it generally go away? This is a this is a a real thing that happens, and mm-hmm. some some mothers have more trouble than others bonding with their baby what I'm thinking about and I don't I'm just trying to phrase it right is after Mm -hmm. a year right so the baby Mm -hmm. is starting to develop their own cognitive skills and yeah at some point does it start to become like a a habit of a relationship between the mother and the the child um where that needs to be addressed by a professional so I I think I'm asking that right no, I think I, I understand what you're saying, but I think also like, you know, it depends. You, obviously, each each situation is different. So, mm-hmm. um, but there's not saying that it can affect like a mom and baby bond in the future. Like, if, for example, like if postpartum depression kind of just turns into depression, mm-hmm. um, you know, if if someone doesn't you know seek the right help, um, things like that. Then yeah, I I would say it can definitely affect like a mom and baby's bond. Um, and unfortunately, like I I haven't you know seen it myself with work or anything, but you know there are cases where you know the mom tries to harm the baby, and that's not that's not because like she really wants to, but it's because she's got she's going through that depression. She those are kind of signs that we see that 
moms think about harming themselves, others, their babies. Yeah. And there are times where it can it can lead to that, like especially like if, if they don't seek help. That's why we always at work we're always like that's something we ask all the time. Like, have yeah. you I know this is an uncomfortable question to ask, but have yeah. you thought of harming yourself? Have you thought of harming others? Or like if it's not their first baby, like have you thought of um have you had postpartum depression in the past? Because that can make that can make you know this time this baby this time around this postpartum you know it recur again and you know who knows for how long depending on you know how you cope with things and how much yeah. help you get you know I think this is like a I, I did not expect the episode to go this way but I know I think, I'm sorry no no I, <laughs> this is we were talking I about love, this like vulnerability I mean, yes. my yeah. my favorite my two favorite things to study were nutrition and psychology like I and I That's awesome I'm thinking <laughs> in terms of my own life as well mm-hmm. and and people around me but mm-hmm. but I think this is like important to say that like this stuff does happen and if it is mm-hmm. happening to you like know that you shouldn't be ashamed by it because yeah. it's not it's it's not just you and like seeking help is is okay mm-hmm. is okay mm-hmm. like that I yes, think that's like exactly. a big thing to take away yes I, and, I agree with that I'm totally to blame for bringing it down but no I I think this is super intriguing conversation and there's going to be people that weren't expecting this in the episode that that might relate to it so yes I I totally agree and you know I because myself like I was kind of embarrassed to even be like talk to my doctor about depression like you know like yeah Yeah. mental health is just because mental health like you don't see it physically doesn't mean that it's not going on like up here like in here you know yeah it's it's something a lot of people struggle to struggle with especially nowadays like you know with COVID like everyone is cooped up at home and you know they don't know what else to do (laughs) right but yeah like it I was kind of embarrassed at first even like tell and one one I remember one time my sister um she came over and this is when Aiden was first born and she was like holding him and all of a sudden like they got quiet and she like ran to the bathroom and she saw me just crying in the bathroom she was like oh my gosh like are you okay and like my sister is also a Libra and delivery nurse so she was like what's going on like you need to tell me like (laughs) she knows yeah Yeah, she was like okay like you know so Uh it's I was like oh I'm fine and like I wasn't fine you know yeah so it was and you I had one of your babies heard. like during COVID right yeah the twins I had them during COVID Both yeah of so I, yeah I feel so like not sorry that's not the right word but you know what I'm saying for, <laughs> yeah. for moms that had to do that during COVID because not only like the whole oh, yeah. health situation but like you said like postpartum yeah. depression people were getting depressed in COVID just because of COVID not even because yeah, they had a baby exactly. so now yeah. you're getting like double whammied you know during that yes. time that must yes. have been a lot exactly I yeah I agree with that because I think not that we were seeing like high rises of like depression but I can like from what I've experienced like I feel like who knows a lot of women out there can be going through what I was going through because yeah you can't leave the house especially the newborn you know right exactly yeah I mean, I don't want to leave the episode there. I'm like, that that's is depressing. Yes. That is our show, guys. No, 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 no. But no, I, I think that like everything you said is so important. And I mean, it was even hard. It's, it's still hard for me. Like just being in an area where 
generally there aren't as many people when I'm used to Orlando and there's just something to do around every corner. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like people everywhere, even when you don't want them to be there, like, you know, Um, but then on top of that with like COVID, I, like, I, I sometimes feel like I don't even know how to like act in society anymore. Yeah. Figure it out. So like it's different for everybody. Um, yeah. So what's next for you? What, what, um, do you see yourself doing? Like, what are you doing now? Like what's, what's, What's okay, the hot now? cost? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> What's the hot cost right now? Um, let's What's gossip. Next? <laughs> I'm um, What's next for me is, um, so I think that, you know, when I, when I went through that depression stage with my kids, I definitely, like you mentioned, like, was that effect bonding with your children? And I think it definitely did affect me when they were a little bit younger. So what I'm doing now is actually, I just took a work from home position. And I know that sounds, that may be like, like you're working from home with kids there. Like that probably sounds a lot to some people, but I think that it will definitely benefit me in the long run because I will be there, you know, I will be able to see more from my kids, I guess is what I'm saying. Because um, I know a lot of people don't know nurses' schedule, but we work 12-hour shifts, and it's like 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. or 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., and the drive back and forth, that already takes another hour or so, so by the time I get home, usually when I was looking at hospital, it was like 9 p.m., and they were, you know, getting ready for bed, and I don't get to see them as much, or, but I mm-hmm. think right now, I just took a work from, from home position. I think this will benefit me, and, you know, it will help you know, benefit also on my husband, you know, because we'll be, we'll see yeah, each other more. So build I think, the relationship with your kids too more. I mean, you'll be home. exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Bond with them more, you know, kind of see the milestones because, you know, these are like the little things that you don't really want to miss when they're young. At this age. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what's next for me. And then, um, yeah, that's, nice. that's basically it. I do it day by day. Yes. And I, I do, in the future, I would love to, because of my own experiences, I'm planning to go back to school to do um, like mental health um, nurse practitioner. So mm-hmm. hopefully that is something I will be able to kind of advocate for, especially for women. So I think mm-hmm. that's the best of both worlds for me, like women and children and, you yeah. know, doing mental health and helping them yeah in the future and going through it yourself too you know how important that is so yeah that's awesome get this girl a tiktok page she's gonna start talking (laughs) about her oh my gosh (laughs) that's the thing like i'm so not creative like (laughs) no literally like my dad okay my dad's on tiktok now (laughs) if my mom yeah if my mom listens to this she's gonna show him but my dad's on tiktok because he's been doing his own business and so like he started his first video where he like highlighted some of his jobs and then he sent another video where he was like talking and you know he's like dealt with the military and then firefighting so he's had Uh his own like mental health journey and i'm like Mm -hmm. that is what you should be posting on your tiktok and he's like i don't know and i was like listen like that's what TikTok's all about. Your people yeah. are going to find yeah. you, you know? So it's just like, it's just every time somebody has like a story, I'm like, that's for TikTok. Yep. <laughs> nice. We don't even share our own stories on TikTok. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like I I'll can't hear about it on your TikTok. 
<laughs> but I really, I really enjoyed this episode. It's so different than any of the other ones we've done. Yeah. It was business oriented, but it was also very personal and vulnerable. It's like kind of a a word we talked about going into the episode and it was really fun. Thank you yeah, so much for I sharing your experience. Yeah. And like, you know, you just never know when looking at someone like everyone, all my friends yeah. here were like, you're so happy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know it I'm reminds like, me of my own family. I'm like, why are we so good at disguising? Like, yeah, it's just like, I, I know it's like Instagram and Facebook and like yes I have yeah. pretty pictures but that's not yeah. all it is you know yeah. that's not real life it's not real life seriously yeah exactly that's what they so always say social media is not <laughs> yeah. real life but this podcast is real life so subscribe I'm just kidding but I'm not kidding <laughs> <laughs> so subscribe to are we having fun no um the plug will come um but also if people did want to follow you do you have any public pages or you know if they wanted to I guess mm-hmm visit you at work is that a thing when you want a thing she works from home (laughs) but um I do I just started one I haven't been really too active on it but I just started um an Instagram uh, page called proud mama rn so Mm -hmm. I'll just post random stuff about there with my kids and you know my journey and this I guess you know you guys have inspired me I think maybe I will start to post and share my experiences because I don't know who's out there listening and watching and needs to hear it if yeah, I have exactly. if I have any advice for that is you're gonna want to tell it all in one video, but if you just save it to like thirty seconds, uh huh, you know, like yeah, one little snippet, and then the, <laughs> then they're gonna need to know the other snippet, and then the other, yes. and then <laughs> instead of having two videos, you have like ten videos. Yes, so oh, that's, that's a very good smart. way to. I, yeah, see, I uh, need you too my, because I'm not creative. Yeah, that's my advice to you as a social media guru that doesn't take it very seriously (laughs) i'm just kidding um but thank you so much for coming on the show and everybody go follow proud mama rn on instagram she's gonna if you if you guys have any questions for her dm us and we can definitely like ask you right and then we can yeah yeah, i'd love to if you have any questions about like you know, if you have a newborn baby or anything about anything. the delivery process, things like that. Yes. Let us know. Yeah. We'll get him over to Shannon and then we'll. I would love to go back. talk to an actual professional, you know, yes. as long as it's yeah. nurse related. Right. Yes. So <laughs> we'll catch you on the next episode. We're going to keep these guests going and um, definitely do follow us. We are AWHF Media on Instagram now. We changed it up. Well, thank you so much, girl. We loved yeah, having you on. Yeah. We really appreciate it. It was such a pleasure. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. We'll talk yes. to you soon. Let's catch up soon. Ooh.